My name is Amanda Lee Slough, and I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia nine years ago, which influenced my decision to enter the field of nutrition. And now I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those who are suffering from fibromyalgia. My mission in life is to help as many people as possible with fibromyalgia. God has put this on my heart because I have personally experienced this malady and don't want you to struggle anymore. I hope you are drinking your favorite drink. Mine is Bigelow's Green Tea. And all set to learn something new as this is a longer episode. Today's topic is, do you know what causes CFS slash FMS? When you view these syndromes, I want you to think of them as circuit breakers in a house. What those breakers do is disconnect the electricity from the home's wiring when electrical systems become overstressed. How you solve this problem is you just need to reset the breakers. What your body's circuit breaker does, pretty much the same thing. Resetting after a stress with good nutrition and rest. However, it's not the same in chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia. What happens is if a major circuit breaker in this situation the master gland in the brain called the hypothalamus has gone offline, is not able to reset itself, which means rest is no longer enough to restore proper function. This in turn ensues fatigue and forces you to use less energy without the accompanying benefits that rest brings to a healthy individual. As you know, there are plenty of ways that you blow an electrical fuse in a house. There are many different triggers that can cause these syndromes in the body. Most people's symptoms seem to come from a common endpoint, such as decreased energy production or increased energy need with secondary dysfunction or suppression of the hypothalamus. The hypothalamic dysfunction. I know you have heard the story of the blind who stumbled upon an elephant. The first person felt its trunk and thought it was a snake. The second person felt its leg and thought it was a tree trunk. The third person missed the elephant totally and thought there was nothing there. He also told his friends that they were crazy. This actually seems to be the current state of affairs in our understanding of CFS and FMS. So let's look at what we do know, beginning with assumptions that I believe to be true. Number one, CFS and FMS are the same illness in most cases. Number two, CFS and FMS, these syndromes represent a common endpoint of a large number of possible underlying triggers, which means different things can trigger these syndromes. Once triggered, the process is similar and self-petrating regardless of what the triggers are and whether or not the triggers are now gone. For example, either an auto accident or a viral syndrome can trigger CFS or FMS in different people. People with these syndromes we know have the same issues. These are distorted sleep, hormonal dysfunction, infection and immune dysfunction, autotomic nervous system dysfunction, 
when natural medicated by pretense NHM, a problem with blood pressure regulation that results in weakness and dizziness when rising, along with low body temperature. When you know all these above processes can be controlled or affected by the thymus, our body's master gland, then things are simplified some. I'm going to take one of these subjects and explain it in this episode. We are going to talk about infection and immune dysfunction. Chronic fatigue patients usually have many infections that are infections caused by organisms that most of the time don't cause illness in most people, as well as other reincurrent infections. What this means is that persistent infections are probably a result of immune dysfunction. Hypothermic dysfunction, poor digestion, and a leaky gut, which I talk about in episode 13, poor sleep in episode 5, likely play a major role in suppressing the immune system. The resulting infection can cause CFS and FMS to persist. Common infections that affect people with CFS and FMS are yeast, candida overgrowth. This overgrowth, along with secondary bacterial infections, then can cause chronic synoptitis. I talk about candida in detail in episodes 6 and 7. Bowel infections. These infections are a major player in these syndromes. Did you know that parasitic, fungal, and bacterial overgrowths are common in the bowel and often account for irritable bowel syndrome? This, in turn, contributes to the nutrition deficiencies by causing malabsorption and a leaky gut. The liver and the immune system then must detoxify and break down many large molecules that otherwise would have been probably digested in the stomach and intestines. This, in turn, can lead to food, chemical, environmental, and medication sensitivities, immune dysfunction, decreased adrenal function, and liver overload. If you want to learn more about the topic leaky gut, I have a podcast episode 13, What is this thing called leaky gut? And where you can learn all about it in great detail. You can also deal with viral infections. Sometimes these viruses can cause hypothymic suppression. A lot of times in most people, this goes away when the virus goes away. If you have these conditions, it might not. So what we have learned from this is the hypothymic dysfunction can cause a cascade of problems that may account for many, if not most, of the abnormal findings seen in CFS and FMS. These processes then can penetrate hypothymic suppression. It also explains the multitude of symptoms in the, seen in these illnesses. The thing is, we still have a lot to learn and not have divined the whole elephant yet. As we continue to integrate what we've learned, we might be able to see the whole picture. Anyway, the hypothymic dysfunction secondary to your body's energy crisis explains why people with CFS and FMS can't sleep, have low body temperatures, gain weight, and are prone to multiple and recurrent infections. The hypothymic dysfunction by itself can therefore cause most of the symptoms we see in fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. So what does this all mean? 
It means not just one thing is going to fix you. You have a combination of several different problems. This combination is not the same for everyone. There can be over dozens of major underlying factors with individual people typically displaying more than five or six factors simultaneously. These conditions are unusual in that each separate problem can trigger other problems. So you do need to know it is rare to treat only one single underlying problem. So your action step today is to book a free 45 minute phone call. I don't want you to have to figure this out on your own. We can talk about your health issues and if, think, if I think you are the right fit to work with me, then I will talk to you about my services at the end of the phone call. This is for people who are mad that they are not having a life and are just existing. They are very serious about getting the help they need. To do this, go to my website, www.amandaleeslove.com to book your call. You can also send me a private message on Facebook or email, which is amandaleeslove at gmail.com if you have any questions. I hope you found this episode helpful. Please share this episode with one person who has fibromyalgia. Looking forward to talking with you soon for the 30th full episode where I answer the question, what can I do to prove my restless legs? Emailed by Andrew H.